Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about now that you're an S corporation, what do you need to know? Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro, a digital accounting firm servicing business owners around the country, helping them relieve stress around financials and save thousands in taxes. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. Again, today we're going to be talking about now that you're set up as an S corporation, what else do you need to know? And this is part six in a series of ours that we've been going through the S corporations and various things about them. So our first part of our series, we talked about pass-through entities. We talked about how an LLC and and being taxed as an S corporation is different, why you might want to consider an S corporation, how to uh, set up an S corporation, as well as how to handle payroll for an S corporation. So this is part six in a series of ours on S corporations. So if you haven't listened to the first five episodes, I recommend that you go back, listen to those first, and then come back into this one as it's going to make a little bit more sense. But before I get started with today's episode, I just want to go through a little recap. I want to talk about where we've been the past couple of weeks to just be a refresher here as we as we finalize this series. So first off, an S corporation as we discussed, is a pass-through entity, which basically means that you pay taxes on the profit from the business on your personal tax return. So you're going to file a business tax return. You're not going to pay any corporate taxes on that business level, but you're going to pay taxes on the profit or income from that business, the activity from that business on your personal side. An S corporation is you file that business tax return on a form 1120S, So it's an S corporation business tax return that you file that business activity on. And then you get a K-1 that reports that that you use to report that activity on your personal tax return. We discussed that one of the main benefits of the S corporation is to eliminate a portion of the self-employment tax that you pay. So instead of paying self-employment tax on 100% of your income, you only pay it on the salary piece, the reasonable salary that you have to take as an owner, which uh, brings me to another point. As an S corporation, you have to take a reasonable salary. You have to take payroll. The owners of an S corporation are required to take a reasonable salary as if they're a W-2 employee of their business. And then we also discussed how to elect an S corp status. You elect that S corp status by filing form 2553. So you can be an LLC, you can be a corporation, and the S corp is just a tax election that we're electing. So Again, check out the prior episodes if you haven't already. We talked all about S corporations. We talked about the benefits. We talked about how to set them up. We've talked about um, payroll and how that factors into this. But now I want to talk about the next step. So let's imagine you went through our episodes. You decide that S corp is correct. You've talked to your tax advisor. They recommend it as well. And you've gone through the process. You're on payroll. Everything's set up. You're an S corporation. Now, what do you need to know about? Now that you're an S corporation, what do you need to know outside of making sure you file that S corp tax return and and running salary? So the first piece I want to talk about that is different from other types of businesses is the S corporation owner health insurance. So as the owner of an S corporation, you need to treat health insurance payments that you make for yourself or your family in a special way to ensure that you get a deduction. So there's a three-step process. Step one, you want to have the S Corp pay for that health insurance. 
This can be done directly out of the business bank account as a reimbursement to the employee or a reduction of draws. So um, you would pay that, you can pay it directly out of the business bank account. So just pay the insurance provider directly. If you are already paying for this health insurance personally, you're going to want to do it as a reimbursement to make sure that you get that expense uh, that expense on the company books. So you're going to deduct the expense as wages on the business side, on the S corporation side. So number one, have the S corp pay the insurance. Number two, you're going to need to gross up payroll. Oftentimes we do this at year end. So basically you're going to take that insurance expense that you paid, and this is specifically just for the S corporation owners. So you're going to take that health insurance expense that you paid, and you're going to add it to your W-2. So at the end of the year, let's say you had a salary of $60,000, but then you also did $10,000 in health insurance for you personally or you and your family. What you're going to do is you're going to take that extra $10,000 and add it to your W-2 salary to include that self-employed health insurance expense as an as income to you personally. Um this will also kind of help you with that reasonable salary amount. So you know how we need to hit um, a reasonable salary. By having health insurance added into your payroll, that helps bump up whatever that reasonable salary amount is. And so you're going to need to ensure that your payroll provider knows so that they can be this can be included in your W-2. Like I said, something if you're using payroll, you're set up automatically. It's the same amount every month. You can set that up in the payroll software. Most of our clients, we just add it at the end of the year. So we did to, we just book, we pay the insurance, we book it to an insurance expense. And at the end of the year, we move that. Uh, we just contact the payroll provider and say, oh, there was $10,000 in uh, self-employed health insurance. And then they're going to add that to the W-2. Uh, so step two is grossing up the payroll. You need to add that insurance to the payroll. And then step three is you're now going to deduct that insurance expense on your personal tax return. So that income that was reported to you in wages for the insurance will be deducted on your personal tax return. So as you can tell, there's a few hoops that you need to jump through in order to get that. But the net result is one deduction. So you have the S-Corp pay the insurance, get a deduction, you add it back to payroll, so add it back to your income, and then you get a deduction on the personal side. So sometimes it seems kind of silly, the hoops that you have to jump through, but that's what you need to make sure you're doing it that way in order to make sure that you get that deduction. So again, have the S-Corp pay the insurance, add it to your payroll, then deduct again on the personal tax return. So that's um, one unique difference between an S-Corporation is when you're working with the S-Corporation owner health insurance. The next thing I want to talk about is an accountable plan. And really, this is just a fancy word for reimbursement policy. And it's a way to get a business deduction for expenses that were paid personally or expenses that are a mix between both business and personal. So when we talk about an accountable plan, basically we want to talk about one thing first. If you have expenses or items that are 100% business related, simply run them through the business. Use a business credit card. Use a business checking account to pay for those expenses. But if you add, have items that are not 100% business or you just accidentally pay for a business item on your personal account, that's when you're going to use the accountable plan. So if you have, let's say you you had, um, you had bought a computer, or a, a computer or a printer or something like that, and you accidentally used your personal card, you're going to use an accountable plan to reimburse yourself 100% for that computer purchase. If you have items that are not 100% business related, 
And this could be something like a home office or automobile or maybe a travel that was mixed with personal. You can use the accountable plan. And so what I would recommend if it's a if it's a business and personal mix, run it on your personal side and then use an accountable plan to reimburse yourself for the business portion of that. So let's say you um, you have a home office, you're going to calculate all the expenses that go into that home office. And let's say you determine that your office is uh, 10% of your home. You're going to take all those expenses that added up, you're going to multiply it by that 10%, and that's going to be the reimbursement to yourself from the business for that. So that's how we, we recommend doing it. If it's not 100% business, do it on the personal side, and then use the accountable plan to reimburse yourself. To implement an accountable plan, you just need to create create a plan agreement and put it on file for your business. And then we also recommend setting up an accountable plan worksheet to help track those items that are business and personal mix. So for our clients, we set them up with a sheet where they can enter in all their home office items, they can enter in their, their automobile stuff, and any other type of expenses that they have that are personal and business mix, and that'll spit out the number that you need to use as an expense reimbursement for the accountable plan. Now, it's important that you reimburse yourself through an accountable plan. It's important that you have an accountable plan on file because if you do not, that money may be considered taxable income. So uh, that's the accountable plan. And really, that's it. As an S-corporation, we covered a lot of things over these past few weeks, but that's really the majority of what you need to know about as you're going into being an S-corporation owner. Um, and or, or converting or electing to be that S-Corp status. So again, just want to kind of go through what we're talked about today. If you're looking for any information on the pass-through entity, the business tax return, benefits of an S-Corp, how you do it, what a reasonable salary is, look into our prior episodes. But again, just want to kind of reiterate what we talked about today. If you have health insurance and you're an owner of an S-Corporation and you want to get a deduction for it, you have to pay that insurance to the business add it to your W-2 payroll, and then you're going to deduct it again on your personal tax return. Your tax accountant will know what to do for the situation. And then the second piece is that if you have expenses that you accidentally paid personally, so 100% business items that you accidentally paid personally, you're going to want to set up an accountable plan to reimburse yourself for those items, as well as if you have expenses that you are a business and personal mix. So this could be a home office. This could be an automobile that you use both business and for personal. This could be a, a travel that you had that was both business and personal. If you have items that are business and personal mix, run them on your personal side and then use an accountable plan to reimburse yourself for the business use of it so that you can get that business deduction at that time. It's important to set up an accountable plan policy and put it on, on you know in the records of your business so that any of that money that you use as a reimbursement would not be considered taxable. Again, this is the sixth part in a, in, in a series about S-corporations. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that this helped clear some of that uh, confusion, some of that uh, mindset around an S-corporation, what it is, how you do it, what you need to watch out for. Um, you know, we, we, we talk to clients all the time about S-corporations, and we really wanted to use this as a, as a solid point so that you can understand on your end what you're looking for. And of course, if you need to, uh, you know, I highly recommend that you talk to an accountant before you implement any type of S-corporation. So uh, if you don't have an accountant, let us know. Reach out to us. We can help you out. Otherwise, if you're working with an accountant, talk to them about the S-corporation. Let them know what you're trying to do and see how they can help you. Make sure you get everything set up correctly. Um, that's it for our six-part series. Next, we're going to continue on other topics. And so I encourage you. 
If you have something you want us to talk about, you have something that you want to learn more about, whether it's S-Corps or any other kind of tax or accounting question, send them over to us. You can send them directly to us at sales at jetrotax.com um, or shoot me an email, um, hit us up in the Facebook group, whatever's easiest for you. But I want to thank you for listening to another episode. And thank you for, for diving into uh, this S-Corp series. We've had a lot of followers, a lot of feedback, and uh, I really appreciate you guys listening. So thanks again for listening to another episode, and I will see you next week. Now, one last thing before I go. Don't forget to check out our podcast website at www.jetrotax.com. Simply click resources and then podcast where you can go there and check out our past episodes. Also, don't forget to join our free bookkeeping training program and free Facebook group. I've provided links to both of these in the show notes below. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other business owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.